Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hola, I'm Hernan Braberman. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I never, I never even attempted to learn any Spanish, and the, the I can't even roll an R correctly. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, um, I've heard enough to know that I'm not even going to attempt to slaughter. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Uh, anyway, Craig off on his self. Um, what do you call that? Self-aware. Oh God, I'm bad at languages. Uh, but hey, welcome. Thank you for taking the time. I we do, as everybody knows by now, we do a little pre-discussion, and I have certain ways that I start, but I don't always go where the guest thinks I'm going to go. After so, I also like to pitch curveballs. Um, one of the things that we were talking about before we hit record, uh, we actually started touching on design, and I'm going to say. People, um, people who are in the Venn diagram that know both you and me, they probably know you from being a remarkable, or maybe they were with you in the first podcast course that you took. And you're probably best known in that group for doing uh, or helping with people doing uh, cover art for their shows. And cover art is really hard if you're not a designer. Maybe if you're a designer, it's hard but fun. Um, <laughs> and you and I started talking about, um, I said, well, does doing cover art for podcasts scratch the same itch that doing package design does? And, and what I was kind of myself curious about there was package design sounds like a really specific, although it's everywhere, right? It strikes me as a very specific type of design. It's like somewhere between visual design or like it involves visual design, but also involves user interface. Like if we're designing a package for peanut butter, like how is the, all these things. Um, so tell me a little bit about what about cover art design do you think is like your unique experience with package design? How does that play into, or like, what is it about cover art design that you see parallels package design? Yeah, I, I think there, there is certainly a parallel, uh, regarding storytelling, because you want your audience, your potential audience to be drawn to, to your show. And mm -hmm. um, the first point of contact, um, or mostly, that would be like this uh, little thumbnail of that cover art. And tiny little thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, and, and that tiny little thumbnail uh, must convey something regarding your show, something that will draw attention towards it should be visible. That's something very similar to what happens with consumer goods on a supermarket. In these mm. cases, supermarket shelf are these podcast directories. So you mm. have to, to uh, have visibility and like a kind of shopability, something that you have to tell a story like a visual trailer uh, kind of visual trailer, uh, like an entrance to to the narrative um, story of your podcast. So it's like a very tiny story in a square footprint, <laughs> <laughs> and of course it should reflect you. And then also, once the, your audience gets used to it, uh, be like a shortcut to finding your new episode. So mm. it's it's very interesting because it's it although it's visual it's not 
audio. Uh, it, it, right. Uh, it like um, it should match that story. It should be yours. Um, also, be very attractive for for your potential listeners. I love the way you you make the point about how it's supposed to tell a story like because now i'm going oh you know what i really didn't think about that <laughs> i have a couple <laughs> of different shows and they all have cover art and pretty much the cover art for the things that i have done has been well i need to put art on the cover <laughs> and that's like the <laughs> limit of what i've thought about and sometimes i've even thought oh, i'm just gonna make it a white square you know and i'm just gonna go and they're like oh the beatles did that right you know so it's like oh, <laughs> all the good things have been done and I'm, I'm wondering, like, what what do you think are some suggestions? Like, how do I, to me, I always think about how do I break a problem down so that I can figure out, like, where are the edges of the problem space? Like, what are the things I could possibly do? And I'm just wondering, like, okay, if I don't have any clue what story I'm even trying to tell with my podcast, even with one episode, let alone with the whole thing, <laughs> how do I how do I begin to figure out what would be a good um, mini story to try and tell, like with the cover, like, how do I even figure out where to get my hands on? Do I start with trying to convey a particular emotion and then build a story? Or do I try and start with a color or do I start with, I throw darts and the first thing that comes to mind and then just riff around that? Like, what are some ways? And I know there's probably not one right way, but what are some ways to begin to crack that? Um, I guess you could you could start with like a, an idea map for for example let's say your this podcast um, start thinking about is it about like a, a casual conversation yeah it's about you it's about podcasters so there you can start find uh, start to find like visual metaphors to convey that. Mm. Uh, do you want it to look casual? Do you want to look it quite formal? That that um, attributes, emotional and functional, could be expressed by shapes, by colors, by typography. So uh, I, I I will start by by tracing just with words these different ideas, and then try to. Uh, of course, design has a limitless um, alternatives mm. in terms of how you can. Find a solution. There is not. Of course, you have. You you, you should take into consideration that uh, the finally the cover art uh, ha, has to be very synthetic to to convey everything in like one per one centimeters uh, or a very very tiny right. image <laughs> and some colors. But for example, in uh, I guess this this podcast has a like a P. In, in the yeah big red big red p <laughs> it's a p but it's quite standard so and i don't feel this podcast to be standard it, it has something different like a different flavor it's like casual so that uh like very um standard Generic, p. Maybe, it's, yeah. it, it doesn't convey what what this is about it's like a it's, it's, I'm hanging it's, my yeah. head in shame. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So, I guess th there are opportunities to to enhance yeah. it, but it could be start with that conversations, casual conversation, the name of the podcast, your name. Um, there are a lot of ways to to understand what this is about and try to 
conveys just a little. It's impossible. The final product, it's this conversation, but right. uh, it's it should be uh, at least uh, do honor with the conversation and not look like well, like this. This was just an afterthought and just one minute. <laughs> I'm so like, busted. Typing a <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's a bad. <laughs> you know, I, I know. No. I'm, I'm like I'm laughing. I'm laughing self-aware. You know, at myself. Um, when you do, um, this is like a bit of a left turn. When you do um, designs, like you know, in your day job, um, how often do you find that you you come up with something and then I'm assuming it's like a review process internally where you show it to someone and you get like feedback. How often do you go in with an idea and and you're and then go, no, that sucks. Like how often do you just like scrap it when somebody else's, when you get somebody else's input uh, versus how often does it become like their input improves it? And the thing is like an upward spiral where it gets better and better, you know, versus how often do you chuck it? And the, the reason I'm asking is because I feel like I want to chuck like everything all the time. Like, oh, I don't like it so long. I want to like throw it all out and start over. And I'm wondering if that's the right instinct or whether, no, I probably should try to continue. And so I'm, I'm wondering if you have a feel for how often your first instincts tend to carry you to the finished thing versus when you completely shift entirely. I guess it's, if you start uh, with a conceptual methodology, it will be easier for you to take that kind of decisions if you state the the main objective of of what you want what you want mm. to what you want to convey it will be easy to translate it uh, at least into like a kind of brief very small very uh, a, a brief and and then start exploring and ask your, asking yourself is this like a the, is this conveying what I want to to convey? If it's like uh, if there is a, like a a chance to to hit the nail, I, I guess it would be interesting to refine the idea or try different colors. Or but if if you feel that that's uh, kind of away from where you started, I will start again. But uh, also, I would advise you to. To work with at least three different routes from just from the beginning, not not try to mm. get try to get the, the idea and then refine, 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 refine. That it would be better to to uh, to bet to three at least three different ideas and and move forward in parallel and then uh, stop. Perhaps get some feedback from from your peers or or your potential audience, and then uh, move forward refining. I don't want to turn this into the <laughs> Craig learns how to fix his cover art. Um, so I want to be mindful of like where we are. Do you um, do you find that all right? So the thing that you're kind of known for in podcasting circles, like the people that are going to be listening to this is, is around design. And that's sort of your wheelhouse, right? This is, this is what Hernan does normally. Um, yeah. do you, do you wish that you could break free of that sometimes? Like, do you, do you wish you could like, I want to go just be the completely different person than I am in my work a day life. Um, or do you just, you just so love design that you're happy mm. to just do that in every context. 
uh, I, I think I do it in every context. I, <laughs> I, I fell in fell in love with design at 15 years old, at least around that age. Um, I'm I'm still in love with that uh, profession. I, I I like translating things into images or into shapes or virtual virtual mm. words. So I, I I like to think that design is like uh, it strives to embellish the relationship between people and products brands podcast <laughs> mm. so it's about embellishing and embellishing is not just about beauty it's about like uh, something functional could it's also beauty so it's about like uh, streamlining that that relationship and so uh, in, in that way it's like never-ending and very challenging mm. i think that's all fascinating <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me? Um, can you tell me about either a designer or a particular design? Like, my brain is leaping to like, I've seen some amazing subway map designs that are just right. And there's there's the the one from New York City. I think is a a classic example of yeah. of design. Um, but are there any particular designers um, or you know somebody's particular design that really? Um, I'm going to say like change the way you look at design. So, you know, you've maybe had an idea of what design could do and then you saw someone's work or saw someone and realized that there was a whole nother space to design that you hadn't been looking for like a real mind altering uh, experience uh, that you had with someone or someone's work. Yeah. And it has to do with podcasting because, uh, when I was 15 years old, I I saw uh, an article about a Spanish designer who is called Javier Mariscal. And he's a, a designer who doesn't uh, put a surname to design. It's just design. He, he does graphic design, product design, media design, film, sculpture. Mm. So he... he taught me about that design has no surname and I, I wanted to, as soon as I saw that, um, it blew my mind and I wanted to, to become a designer and he was, uh, I managed by, by starting my podcast, I managed to interview uh, him and it was like mind-blowing, of course, mm. to, to, to have the chance because of this, like to have the opportunity and the excuse to reach him and had and talk with him and even like feel friend <laughs> to him, right. so that that's that's fantastic, and that's the power I think of of podcasting. I would definitely agree. Um, my questions are getting harder and harder. When you were interviewing him for your show, was there anything that? surprised him about podcasting because i'm guessing he's probably not a very frequent podcast guest is there anything about podcasting that surprised him um he's like a, he's kind of politically incorrect so i guess he, he <laughs> i know exactly what you mean <laughs> yeah he he enjoyed the the opportunity to 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 insult and say mm. whatever he wanted to say, and he was like, kind of um, 
surprise when I published the episode because I didn't edit some parts that usually in a, like in a formal interview would mm. have been left out. So uh, uh, he he said that it, it was like a, a great uh, Joe. It's I I I'm glad to hear you say that because I I often wonder. You know, it's tough as a podcaster to really find out what other people really think uh, about something you've created. Because if you're, you know, like if, you know, afterwards, if I say to you, hey, what'd you think of the episode? It's so hard for you because you, your experience, you can't separate your experience from like when you hear it, it's not the first time you heard it. And it's no. so, it's so neat to hear you know, to hear him say that it was really fun to hear like the thing that I felt that I experienced, it actually came out the other end. That's neat. <laughs> um, anything else spring to mind that you want to talk about now that um, we're a little further afield and I've been pulling us all over the place here on the, on the mind map? <laughs> no, I, I, I think that um, podcasting is, is uh, there are certain aspects that, uh, of course, overlap design in terms of thinking ahead uh, and like projecting the like the the structure or the script or or designing the the moments moments within the the the, the episode the music. So it's also of course it's a design activity in its own terms. It's uh, I didn't realize it was well. It doesn't have to be creative. I guess I could <laughs> I could do a really bad job of it, but I didn't realize how much opportunity there is for being creative within in the medium. And, and hindsight, yeah. duh, right? Like, of, of course there is, because it's it's a completely blank canvas. So yeah, if you're going to cover it with something, it has you're going to have to be creative. And I think that's one of the things I enjoy not just being creative myself because I don't do any, I do almost nothing that's just me talking on a microphone, um, but the opportunity to to start with a blank space and have a second person join me. Um, it gets really fun when there's three or four people total. Mm -hmm. Those can be really fun because the people on the other side, I've had them just like take control. And I'm just like, this is great. I don't do anything. I could just sit here for half an hour and enjoy the conversation that they're creating. Um, so I really think that, that creativity is something that I really enjoy as a big part of what I enjoy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Also sound, sound is incredible. It's power on, on podcasting. So yeah, there, there are a lot of uh, tools that we should um, use in favor of, of the story that we want to tell, even though it's perhaps it's just a conversation or, or something more formal, but uh, it's, it's an endless medium. Hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I would normally say that's a great place to stop, but I want to do one more thing. Um, yeah. In the beginning, we, I asked you about podcasting and you had a beautiful metaphor for it. And I'm not even going to set it up. I'm just going to say, can you unpack that metaphor for us? Because I think that was really an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, uh, I, I think that there is like a, an analogy with scuba diving. It's a different medium. You You... It's a mess. Looking just looking at the sea is mesmerizing and and fearful at the same time. Uh, once you enter, you can explore. Uh, there, your voice will sound different because it's a different atmosphere. Uh, 
uh, it's the time moves in like in a, in a different pace and in your oxygen tank uh, you should find what moves you to 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 dive no? in my case it's about learning sharing curiosity like a control exposure uh, that uh, I, I guess, and it's also an intimate connection within that space. Once, when when you are right now talking with you, and then also an intimate connections with the audience, especially if if the, if the audience is uh, drawn to to the episode. But that's magic. Terrific. Um... Hernan, thank you so much for joining me this evening. It's a pleasure. Gracias, Craig.